Hey, hey guys, it's Lori Winchell coming to you with the You Can Too podcast. I am super excited for today's episode because I go into a little bit of depth on my journey of my career goals and where I wanted to be and where I am now. And it is a complete 180 from what I originally planned to do from my littlest uh, sixth grade self dreaming to be a music teacher. Um, I can't wait for you guys to hear those of you guys that know me know my story. But if you don't take a listen, you'll know a little bit more as to where I ended up what I'm doing now and why I'm even doing this podcast. So uh, if you get any value out of this, definitely, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to drop a five star rating review, smash a subscribe button so that we can keep growing and keep moving forward. And if you are super awesome, and you have an extra second, take a screenshot of the episode. So drop it in your story, tag me, tag some friends with whoever you want to share it with. And um, I look forward to uh, connecting with you guys soon. I'm on all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, also now on Clubhouse. So hope you guys have an awesome day and enjoy episode number 11. Hey, hey guys, it's Lori Winchell here. I wanted to ask you if you've ever been in a position where you have been working a career job, um, some sort of position, maybe with a company, maybe in a, in a career path, and you've been doing this for, let's say, at least five years. Maybe not even, but let's say at least five years or more, uh, maybe 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, doesn't matter. And it's what you had been dreaming of since you were little, like you had planned to do this career. This is exactly what you thought you were designed to do, why God put you here on earth. Um, and, you know, a curveball gets swung your way and something changes. Maybe you lose your job. Maybe you have a sick parent and you have to fly across the country to go take care of them. Maybe you get injured and you can no longer perform the position that you've been doing. What if that's you? And if it is you, how does it feel? It sucks, right? Okay, so I'm going to tell you a little story about when I was living in Florida Now, I was born and raised in St. Louis. Those of you guys that have followed me for a while know that I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I've pretty much lived here a good portion of my life. Um, But I did take a stint and move to Florida to perform with an indoor color guard. If you have no idea what that is, you can go back to uh, a couple podcasts back and I'll tell you all about it. But um, anyway, I my career path and what I was doing was in education. I knew when I was in middle school... I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to teach music because I loved band. Like total dork, loved playing my instrument. I was a flute player and I loved every minute of being able to pick up my instrument, always challenge myself to be better than I was the day before. And I love, I love that. I was never much of a team sport player because I just never, um, I I was always the one that worked really, really hard. And I guess I just had a hard time depending on people, I guess. I don't really know. I just didn't dig it. I didn't dig it like I did individual sports or um, like the arts because it's so easy to, um, to really focus on you uh, until I got to high school. And then clearly I became part of the marching band and then you are one of many. Um, but I 
solely could focus on myself, my show, my, my parts and all of that. And, um, it was a very different type of atmosphere than like, let's say playing a basketball game. So anyway, so I am now in Florida and at, well, after college, I went straight into teaching, uh, but I didn't teach band right away. My degree was music K through 12 and I was so pumped to teach band. Like I was going to take a program and make it the next competitive program on the docket for everybody to know. People would know who we were and the kids would be awesome. They would be so excited. And that was my goal. But I couldn't get a teaching job in band. There's not a lot of positions and you have to usually teach somewhere first before you can usually land one of those awesome roles. And I was already coaching the indoor color guard, which is what I did. Um, like I told you the whole reason I went to Florida, but anyway, um, so here I am and I take an elementary gig. So I'm teaching third, fourth and fifth grade, just general music and little kids, you know, ages, oh gosh, eight to 11 ish. So we're doing a lot of singing of songs. We don't really play a whole lot of instruments. I mean, we did some, some like ORF instruments, um, which is like little xylophones. Um, we played recorder. I mean, we did do that kind of stuff, but mostly it was singing and dancing and moving to the music, um, and teaching basic, basic, basic music. So, um, I did that for two years and then was when I decided to move to Florida to perform again for myself because I was just missing it. So I get into teaching down in Florida and um, I, did a, I did a podcast a couple episodes back um, where I <laughs> up and resigned one of my teaching positions because it was just a really rough scenario. But um, it was the one year I did teach instrumental music or band in Florida and all the other years I actually taught elementary music. Well, anyway, um, while I was down there, my mother uh, became terminally ill. And so I literally had just gotten teacher of the year at my school. It was, um, uh, gosh, just a journey getting to that. I'm trying to remember what episode it was that I talked about it. But, um, you know, it was, it was such a challenge um, to get through that. And I, when I, when I reached my new school and I fell in love with working there, I ended up getting awarded teacher of the year, which was really, really cool. And then the very next month, my mother was terminally ill. So I literally packed up all of my things and I moved back home to St. Louis, like quit in the middle of the year. Now, mind you guys, this was the end of 2008, the beginning of 2009. And those of you guys that are from the States that remember what happened in 2008 and 2009, it was a really bad time in the economy and getting a job was rough. And so it was really, really frustrating. Um, I, I'm trying to remember here what episode it was. I want to make sure I share with you guys so you guys can see, um, and know which episode it was. I want to say it was episode number eight, but it might have been episode number nine. Nope, it was episode number nine, I'm pretty sure. Episode number nine. Okay, so anyway, so go back a couple episodes and then I'll tell you all about why I ended up leaving um, that school and how I ended up at the school I was at to get teacher of the year. So I, when I have to go in to talk to my principal and tell her, you know, my mother's terminally ill and I have to leave and go back to St. Louis, it was devastating for all the reasons. Because here I am finally at a job that I really, really like in a time in our economic 
stature of our country that was crumbling and uh, here I am going to just uproot my life, move back to St. Louis to take care of my mom with no job, um, nowhere to live. I moved back in with my parents and uh, I spent the next six weeks literally taking care of my mother and trying to find a job. So my mom passed away at the, this was like middle of December. Um, so right before Christmas. And then I ended up literally packing all my stuff. I went back to Florida, grabbed all my stuff, actually grabbed all my stuff at the beginning of January and came home. Um, and my mom passed away January 30th. So it was six weeks of getting to spend time with her. And then it was like, now what do I do? It's the middle of the school year. I couldn't find a teaching position. I was like, what the heck am I going to do? So have you guys ever been backed up against a wall where you're like, what, what do I do? You know, what if I fall? What if I fall? What if I fall? But what if you fly? What if you fly? Like you got to figure out, you just got to figure it out and make it happen. So here we are, not a lot of jobs out there, hard to find positions, have no idea what I'm going to do. And I ended up, I don't know if you guys can hear my kids in the background, (laughs) but uh, yeah, those of you guys that don't know me, I'm a toddler mom. I have a four-year-old, a three-year-old and a two-year-old. So it's kind of crazy sometimes. But um, so here I am and it is... January, February, and I had gotten a position middle of January um, to open a Texas Roadhouse restaurant as a bartender um, in my hometown. And um, we started training the literally the week that my mom was terminally passing away. Like it was like her last week here. And uh, the, the restaurant was set to open that Friday night. Um, I guess no, maybe it was Saturday. I don't know, whatever day of the week it was. Um, I we had our last training night where we had like guests of our like family and friends of ours come in to eat so we could do a practice run with the restaurant before we did our grand opening. And um I looked at my mom and I said to her, I said, you know, you don't have to stay here any longer. I, I love you. I'm gonna take care of the family, yada, yada, yada. You know, you hear those stories all the time. My mom smiled at me and I said I said, I love you. And then um, she passed away before I got to see her the next morning because they, the, she was doing hospice at home. And then the hospice team came and got her and took her up to the hospice house where um, she was registered. And so she um, took her last breaths there and I will never forget it. But I know that I got to at least have my peace with her and, and she's with me every day. So here I am. I am, I I clearly could not work that night because my mom had died and it was our opening night. And here I am. It just this, not in any sort of a job that I thought I was going to be doing. Now I had served and been and worked in restaurants over the years. No big deal. But I, to, to be almost 29 years old, to be having work, to have worked in my field for seven years and to now be back in the restaurant industry, which nothing against any of you guys that work in the restaurant industry. I love it. I loved doing it. It was fun and whatnot, but it wasn't what I had gone to school for. And so I was, you know, it, it was hard to find a job. I, I also was subbing school some. I was able to pick up sub jobs during the day and then work the restaurant um, in the evening. And then um, I also was approached with an opportunity um, to pick up a side hustle. And so this was in 2009. And, you know, side hustles have been around for quite a while. Um, And the company actually that I was approached by had been around for about 50 years. So I, in finally, by the month of March, I officially said yes, because I was like, anything I can do to make some extra money to be able to move out um, and get my own place and kind of get back on my feet to figure it out. I was like, okay, let's do it. And I was so excited 
it was direct sales. Um, it was a party plan group where I had to, you know, book parties, you go to people's homes and, and do the, the whole, um, hoorah, um, event. Um, and so I was juggling that around my serving schedule and I was also teaching color guard in Sunday school. So here I am working like a gazillion jobs. Oh, and picking up fitness classes to teach because I did pick up fitness certifications while I was in Florida. So here I am working like five or six jobs, just trying to make ends meet so that I can move out on my own again. You guys, it was nuts. It was stupid, but I saw the vision of what being a business owner could do for me. I don't think I really grasped the, the, the big, big picture. Like, you know, I think most people live in a, their like three by five world or maybe four by six, maybe a little bigger. Um, and I really wanted to be a 16 by 20 thinker. Like that's just who I wanted to be. But I think at the time I was kind of thinking 11 by 14, if you're, if you're with me. Right. And so I ended up, um, starting this business and, and then <laughs> two months later, I go and leave to teach drum and bugle corps and travel the country for a couple months. So I kind of put my business on hold. And when I came back in August, I kicked it in high year and I went into leadership. Those next four months I qualified. And by January, I was sitting in a leadership role with my direct sales company. I loved it. What I love the most about it is that I got to pick and choose when I worked. The hardest part about it at the time for me was that I never really grieved completely my mom's death. And so when I was hustling that year um, after my mom died to make ends meet and do all the things, I kind of had pushed it aside. And so when I got back and I finally hit that leadership role, I was like, okay, now I can breathe a little bit. And then I started to sleep a lot. And I didn't get out of bed to work. And then I got depressed. And then when you don't work, you don't make money. And especially in the beginning of a business. Um, and that's any business, whether it be a direct sales, network marketing, a small business, um, doesn't matter. But if you don't work in the beginning, you don't get paid. And then, you know, eventually you can create um, your business to to provide you residual income or passive income. So, um, I, but I wasn't at that point yet. I hadn't built long enough to get to that level, but I knew that's what I wanted. I knew I wanted to travel. I knew I wanted that lifestyle. I wanted to have that flexibility. I wanted to, I never wanted to work for people again. I literally, while I was working at that restaurant, I kid you not, you guys, I was <laughs> um, always, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firstborn kid. I'm kind of an overachiever, perfectionist at times, always doing the right thing, never wanting to get in trouble. And I had um, wanted to go to um, go on a trip out of town for the weekend for a um, color guard championships. And um, this was back in April of 09. And my um, I, since I was working in the bar area, there was only six or seven of us that were bartenders. So one of the servers had just trained to work in the bar. And so she said she would cover my three shifts because I always worked on the weekends. I was like, great. Well, the servers always sign a book that says that they're working, but the bartenders, we just were like, Hey, I got you. Cool. Well, sh we never put it in the book. So when I didn't show up to my shift and I was out of town and she was supposed to, <laughs> you know, it's like total, like juvenile things and miscommunications that happen, right? I get back into town and I go into work and my boss looks at me and he's like, I mind you, I'm now 29 years old. And he looks at me, he's like, this is something I would expect the 18 year olds to do. And I'm like, really? I did what I thought I was supposed to do. I got it covered. I, the bartenders never used a book. So anyway, it was, it was one of those positions where I was just like, gosh, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing, Lori? Like, what are you doing working for somebody that doesn't give two issues about you 
And so that was like, that was it. That was, that's when I took my business into that um, push into leadership. So, so now I'm, now I'm dealing with depression. I'm not getting out of bed. I'm grieving my mom and I just stop working and I end up falling out of leadership with my company and I end up just putting it aside. I didn't think it I didn't think I was the right person for it. I didn't think I was ever going to be cut out to make it. And so I just started having all these doubts. Fast forward, that was like 2011, beginning of 2012. Fast forward um, to 2019, seven years later. In the meantime, in those seven years, I had uh, probably, let's see, I had one, two, three career type jobs. I had a bunch of part-time jobs uh, because I never could just have one job ever. I always had to be doing something else like coaching or teaching fitness classes or something. Um, I did pick up and try to start into network marketing with a couple other companies. Um, one in the travel world, another one in health and wellness. My original company was in cosmetics. Um, and it's just, I could not find the right company or the right fit at the time. And that's what I thought that I needed to have. Uh, I still couldn't find a product line that I was 100% excited about. So that I also makes a, a huge difference because if you're going to promote a product, you have to love it, right? Um, I mean, or at least like it a lot. So um, I ended up in 2019 listening to a friend um, who said to check out a new company. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do it again. I just couldn't. At the time, I was loving the job I was doing. I was in sales. I was working from home. I was making my own hours. And I was not having to recruit anybody or build a team. However, my pay was very limited. I had control of how much pay I made. If I hustled, I could, you know, get paid more. Um, but in order for me to make six figures or more, I would never sleep because it was just that hard. Um, so it was, it was really frustrating. Um, but so I start. I, I gave it a listen. I gave this new network marketing company a listen. Um, I really was intrigued by the product line and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get on the products. We'll check them out and see if I like it. I've, at this point now, I'm married. I have three kids. I'm nursing my littlest one. She's like five months old. And I'm like looking at my husband going, oh my God, I cannot even talk to him about this. He'll freak. He will have nothing to do with this. He will want nothing to do with this. I could just see it. I could just tell. I knew. I was like, God, I'm never going to want to tell him. I'm never even going to want to ask him about the business side of it. And so I just used the product for a while. Literally the very next month, the company that I was working for started to struggle and um, a lot of my orders were not getting out on time and I started having cancellations. And when I had cancellations, I didn't get paid. So putting in work and not getting paid really sucks. And that's when I got sick of working for other people again, because I work hard. I'm tired of working hard for other people. I was sick of it. I was done. Is that you? If if you can, if you resonate with this at all or getting value of the, out of that, and if you can relate, by all means, uh, let me know. Because I, for sure, um, was so tired of being overworked and underpaid and underappreciated. So I was like, okay, I'm going to bring it up with my husband. We're going to see what happens. Because I he knew that I needed out of what I was doing. But we didn't have a way out at the time. Because I didn't want to go back to teaching. All my certifications were expired. I could teach. I could technically add on PE to my music certification. Um, but then both of us would be teaching. Our schedules were crazy. Um, and it just, I was working 12 jobs again. Plus juggling the three kids. So I bring it up to him. And he's like, if you want to do it, go. If you want to do it, just give it a try. Sure whatever. But in the back of his head, he's like, are you freaking kidding me? Are you got to be out of your mind? Didn't think I could do it. 
total like naysayer in the back of his head, totally supported me to my face and was like going to be all about it. But, um, so, so I ended up giving it a try and I, and I have since now still working this business and what's crazy in the process of all of this giving it a try stuff is that a couple months later after we decided to give it a go um we decided that we were going to take this business and we were both going to work it long story short my husband was working like on the on the busier side of the year 100 hours a week um otherwise it was uh usually 55 on the low side hours a week and plus with the three kids there was just no way and he's a teacher so his pay like take home pay after taxes and retirement was maybe 30 to 35,000 dollars a year so we made a decision that we were both going to work this business and i'm telling you if we would have not have given it a, a listen not have given it a try the whole year of 2020 which has been crazy with this crazy pandemic uh we wouldn't have been able to be home with our kids and like hide out from the crazy like we've been living in our own little bubble protecting our energy and hiding away from all of the negativity out there <laughs> and it's been great i you know and and here's to say you know i didn't think I could do it again. I didn't think that I could um, build a business again. I didn't think it was for me. And I'm here to tell you that you can too. You know, it is seriously amazing to have control and ownership of something, you know, and, and it might not be in network marketing and it might not be, um, you know, an Etsy shop. I don't know what it is for you, but if you are looking for something else, I'm telling you, being a business owner is amazing. There are so many benefits to to having your own business. Um, and if you've been afraid to make the jump, do it. Don't wait any longer. You know, if you keep waiting, you're you're gonna miss all all of the the gold on the other side of the rainbow. Seriously, um, I'm not gonna lie and say it's easy because building a business is is hard. Um, but if you do a business like I do, like in network marketing, it's very simple and you just have to keep doing it. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people give up on themselves, like they they think about it and then they just don't believe in themselves. So here's what I want you to know. The goal of, of the next coming episodes of this podcast is going to be um, hopefully enlightening and building belief into you because I if I can do this and I can make it work full time from home with three small children, with my husband during a pandemic, then I promise you can too. Um, so whatever it is that you get excited about, if you're into health and wellness, you want to chat with me, by all means, give me a holler, send me a DM. Um, if you are into skincare, go find a company. You guys, there are so many opportunities out there. It is crazy. But if you don't make a change and if you're not happy with what you're doing, if you're if you if you are in a place where you feel like you could lose everything at the snap of a finger, start to do something about it. Find a way, make a way. Stop saying you don't have enough time. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. The billionaires have the same 24 hours a day as the homeless. It doesn't matter. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. If you don't have any, if you don't have a degree, that's okay because the people in my industry People come from Yale, but they also come from jail. It doesn't matter. You guys, there are so many opportunities at your fingertips. You just have to be open to listening. And I know there's, 
especially in my industry of network marketing, there's a lot of, um, you know, negative around it where people have come in and they haven't believed in themselves. So they've quit. You guys, I'm telling you, if you don't quit, you can do anything you want. There is no glass ceiling. So I'm going to leave you with that. There is way more to come. I just had to tell you guys about my story and kind of where I'm at now and, and why I have the flexibility to do a podcast because it is, uh, I don't know. I, it's just great to be able to, um, you know, sneak away. I'm sure you can, like I said, hear the kids in the background, but, um, I just wanted to share that off my heart with you guys today. Uh, so yeah, if you've ever been dreaming of adding another income stream, um, to your, uh, household for sure, shoot me a message. I'll help you figure it out. Um, and again, if you got any value out of this episode today, please, 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 um, drop a five-star rating and review and you can hit smash actually don't just hit smash the subscribe button and uh take a screenshot drop in your story tag me tag some friends uh that would be amazing that will help this podcast keep growing and if you have an amazing story of overcoming any sort of obstacle please 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 message me because i would love to bring you on as a guest of a future episode so you've got work to do go If you have time, it would be amazing. I'd be ever so grateful. Drop a five-star rating review. And I can't wait to catch you guys in episode number 12. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have an awesome day. Ciao.